Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. For the record, it was abolitionist and Unitarian minister Theodore Parker who first said, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. On Wednesday morning, November 5th, having greeted our downstairs neighbors, Laurence, a French immigrant to America, and her husband, Jared, an American Jew, I left to go out for a run. I yelled good morning to Marcio, a Brazilian American who was working on the house. Out in the street, our friend Jen, an African American, was arriving at work. We embraced in joy. Running out Main Street in Concord and then cutting into the woods, I headed for the North Bridge, approaching it from the British side. Good morning to the National Park Service Ranger, an Asian American, and up and over to the side of the Patriot Farmers who had held their ground on April 19, 1775, and fired the first shot of the American Revolution, the shot heard round the world. As I passed the statue of the Minuteman, I said a prayer of gratitude to all those who had bent that arc toward justice, the justice of this day, this new revolution. Stopping into a cafe afterwards, the Kenyan-American, who often serves me chai, stepped out from behind the counter. We hugged and wept. It's a great day in America, I said. Congratulations. Congratulations, he replied. Thanks be to God. These are my people. I think of poet Gwendolyn Brooks. We are each other's business. We are each other's harvest. We are each other's magnitude and bond. This is our America. This is our home. Welcome home. After the United States invaded Iraq on March 20th, 2003, I saw a sign at an anti-war rally that said, I miss America. It was exactly how I felt. For those of us who, in the intervening years, have missed America, for those of us who have wondered at times quite seriously whether or not we would like living in Canada or Australia or somewhere other than the United States. For those of us who did our best to uphold a countercultural standard for liberty and justice for all, for democracy, but who were clearly outmaneuvered by wave after wave of repression and injustice, our dreams for our homeland can be surfaced once again and shine on. Welcome home. O oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains' majesty above the fruited plain.
America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. We can tweak Catherine Lee Bates' poem and feel that prayer for grace for our homeland, this place of possibility and promise. Pray for a return to prosperity and peace. Pray to restore dignity to our good name. Thanks to the Shalom Center's Rabbi Arthur Waskow, I hold in my mind and heart two superimposed images in two American cities 40 years apart. Here is a vision of our progress, our evolution, in Chicago's Grant Park. Then, in late August of 1968, the park thronged with barbed wire-laced jeeps. Tear gas billowed and heads were cracked as police charged and beat anti-war demonstrators to prevent their marching to meet up with the African Americans who lived on Chicago's South Side and together confront the Democratic National Convention and protest the Vietnam War abroad and racism at home. By the end of the convention, 668 protesters had been arrested. And now, on election night, weeping tears of jubilation, more than 100,000 North Americans of all colors joined to celebration of the election of the black anti-war presidential nominee from the 2008 Democratic National Convention. And in Washington, D.C., at 14th and U Street, then, on April 5th, 1968, this intersection was the epicenter of rage against the previous day's murder of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And now, on election night, North Americans of all colors wept and hugged and laughed and danced together here. The arc of the moral universe is long but it bends toward justice. In response to the sense that we in the United States get excited about politics every 40 years, comedian Will Rogers quipped that we have to go sleep it off. How extraordinary to have lived to experience this fundamental realignment of our national purpose, and how vital that we not go back to sleep now, that we wake up and stay awake to do our part in ensuring the promise of this new time. A school of Asian philosophy holds that history moves not in a circle but in a spiral. Whether as an individual or as a nation, whatever lessons we were presented and failed to learn will be repeated in a different form. Author and spiritual leader Marianne Williamson writes, during our 40 years in the desert, she is referring to the 40 years since Bobby Kennedy and Dr. King were murdered, we learned many things. Then we marched in the streets. This time we marched to the polls. 
Then we shouted, hell no, we won't go. This time we shouted, yes, we can. Then we were so angry that our anger consumed us. This time we made a more compassionate humanity the means by which we sought our goal as well as the goal itself. The next 40 years lie before us, my beloved compatriots, and they are in our hands. As always, it's up to us to take that arc of the moral universe in our hands and bend it toward justice. The Torah portion that Jews read last Friday is the first verse of the 12th chapter of Genesis. God is speaking to Abraham and Sarah. Rabbi Wesco translates the passage, go forth, go forward into your best and deepest self to a place I will let you see that you do not yet know. Here is something very cool. In Hebrew, God says, lech lecha. So these two words actually have the same consonants. They're the same word written twice, lech lecha. But we have to guess when to insert the vowels. And there are choices and different possible meanings. Rabbi Raskal writes, the closest I've ever come to an adequate translation is outward bound or unbind inward. Outward bound or inbind, unbind inward. At this juncture, we are called to do both. I want to thank our own Peter Lober for directing me to Amy Goodman's interview on this past Tuesday with Pulitzer Prize winning author, poet, and activist Alice Walker. Amy Goodman begins by quoting the celebrated Uruguayan writer Eduardo Galeano, who said, I would like that Obama never forgets that the White House was built by black slaves. Here is Alice Walker's response. It's incredibly wonderful that he's going to live there, and partly because it was built by our ancestors, it will be his home. And one way of thinking about that is that even when they were building it, you know, in chains or in desperation and in sadness, they were building it for him. The ancestors take a very long view of life, and they see what is coming. And so he should know that they were actually building it for him. They knew he was coming. And this is a great victory of the Spirit and for people who have had to live by faith. What does it mean to live by faith? What does it mean to us to live by faith and be the bearers of the vision of the ancestors? Each of us is called to answer with our lives. I close with the words of President-elect Barack Obama from his victory speech November 4th, 2008. The road ahead will be long. Our climb will be steep. There will be setbacks and false starts. We know that government can't solve every problem.
Above all, I will ask you to join in the work of remaking this nation the only way it's been done in America for 221 years, block by block, brick by brick, calloused hand by calloused hand. This victory alone is not the change we seek. It is only the chance for us to make that change. And that cannot happen if we go back to the way things were. It can't happen without you. So let us summon a new spirit of patriotism, of service and responsibility, where each of us resolves to pitch in and work harder and look after not only ourselves, but each other. This is our chance to answer that call. My spiritual companions, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. Now we are citizens of a changed United States of America. Home, sweet home. Home safe, home free. May each of us take our rightful and joyous place in making it so. Amen. <laughs>